From guns to wrecking balls, from beers to bulldozers, this is Still Under Construction with Jason Halsey. Howdy, howdy, coming back again. It's been a while. It's been too long. It Where has have been you too been? Long. Where have you been? It's good to have you guys here, man. Well, thank you. I don't mean to talk out of school. I know I'm just your producer over here, but it, right ahead. it's great to see y'all's faces out here at the brewery, and we're, we're drinking and talking. Mm. Good times. For sure. Don't tell that. My mom might be listening. <laughs> oh, never mind. <laughs> She's not, I promise. Howdy. We are uh, still under construction, coming to you uh, actually live this time. Sometimes I say that, and it doesn't really compute, but uh, we are live from... Overhead bin? No. No, it's. Not, I don't think it's overhead bin. Overhead bin. That's that's where your luggage stays when you. That's the acronym that's written everywhere. O H B, and it makes me think of overhead bin every time I see that. Don't open. It might luggage might have shifted. It might come down on your head during travel. We are at Oak Highlands Brewery here in Lake Highlands. Uh, it's kind of sneaked off in the Royal Lane. And uh, 635 intersection, but we are still under construction. And I'm um, joined by co host Jared Holsey. Hello, hello. Pipe up. Nice, nice. And uh, on the board, Kevin E. Hey, fellas. Kevin, it's been a while since we've done this, so you might have to slap us around if we start getting uh, off the rails or uh, boring. I'm not worried about you guys. I think I'm just a little overexcited that you guys are back in here. Well, the feeling is mutual. Off the top, uh, while we were away, my wife is had it with the squirrels in the attic. So yeah. I hate to get the wife involved so soon in the segment, but no. she uh, she's had it with the squirrels in the, in the attic. And so she calls Critter Control. I shouldn't name their name, but that's what they... We're not going to tell you who they are. We're not going to tell you who they are, but they go under CC is their uh, initials. But anyway, they come out and they tell her... That these little guys in your attic are trouble. Big w- trouble. Which I think she knew. But they put together a plan to remedy the critters in the attic, and the plan consists of uh, X, Y, and Z. C, bottom line, sign here if you want to accept our $13,000 proposal <laughs> to rid your attic of squirrels. Boy, it and- just doesn't. Are squirrels a $13,000 issue? Well, when I got home, I was getting, you've seen the guy on the ledge of the building standing out on the 13th floor letting Muhammad Ali talk him back in. Yeah. Uh, That was me and her, and she was wanting to know whether to use the city card or a personal (laughs) check to pay the $13,000 remediation fee. But, I mean, okay, so what do they say? The the critter control thinks that... Critter control thinks that squirrels are a pretty big problem, but here's what's really important. What does your wife think about the squirrels in the attic? Because that's really going to be the determining factor, right? I mean, if she thinks that they're a problem, then they're a problem. My wife thinks that they are at least a $13,000 problem Uh-oh. and maybe more. So they have, got her, they have got her so convinced. They tell her that those squirrels, the do that the squirrels leave behind... <laughs> Causes mental failure and breakdown what? and makes people crazy and mean. And this may be happening to us as we speak. They go up in the attic. They take their camera up in there 
which it looked like the camera feature had never been paid for on the on the phone that he had. Mm. He just had a stock fi- picture, but he takes his camera <laughs> up in the attic, and he acts like he takes a picture of my air conditioning duct, which has a raccoon footprint on it. Okay. I looked on there. It looked like the picture was from 2011. I didn't see it, really. Just kidding. So he shows her this, and he gives her the proposal, and he says, ma'am, this is $13,000 to remedy this. The main thing that we've got to do is get all of your insulation out of your attic. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we've got to put the anti... You mean, you mean just in the affected area? Yeah. Well, yeah, no, no. The whole entire attic has to be insulation-free. And then they got to put the anti... Whoop, whoop, stink, stink on it, and... Uh, <laughs> They put that in there, and that's to ensure that no squirrel ever wants to come back in. I said, is it the same effect as fox urine? He said, no, no, no. Fox urine just scares them off. That's yesterday's news. Yeah, fox urine just scares them off. Uh, We've got to put the stuff on there that makes them feel a little bit bad about themselves. If they get in there, it's a slightly more politically correct version of fox urine. It just makes them feel down on themselves, and... But there's a way out. So anyway, Obama does they, not uh, want to hear they, about that. They give them, they give her this, they give her this proposal, and she is ready to sign up, to say the least. So I've kind of have to talk her off the ledge. We get through all that, and I say, um, Carrie, you know what? Listen, I am that's not a, your wife's name. I'm a home builder, and uh, I, I can take care of this. I can take care of these squirrels. So I call around, I get a few things, I line a few deals up, and so. We are set to have the squirrel uh, anti-squirrel campaign begin next week, and my version of the anti-squirrel campaign delivers all the same stuff. Okay. Without the specialty insulation that these guys are claiming they produce and install, and it is uh, my version of it is fifty-two hundred dollars. Whoa! But I agree with her. I agree that having rat TT. Squirrel TT insulation in your attic is gross. Like I, well, yeah, it's gross. But how often do you go up there and roll well, around? Well, that's in all it? your stuff. I, that's your house. That's you, your envelope. That's your capsule. You, no, your capsule is inside the sheetrock. You have drywall. You have tape, bed, texture. Leo, you've got Enrique Lopez has done such a terrific job. I'm not going to name who did the sheetrock, but. There it goes. I gotta agree with Jason on this one. I mean, just knowing that you got that turd cloud hovering over you, oh, it's, just, it's, it's just so too gross. So gross. It's gross. It's so gross. And I'm not grossed out by much. I mean, I love to gut a deer and all that, and I don't mind putting my hands in places that God never designed them to go. But this is Whoa. gross. This is gross. Well, okay, so you said that there, so there's a squirrel, pro- is it only a squirrel problem, or is there, well, so what, what else part is there? Well, so part of this yeah, is, like rodents as well anytime, anytime I uh, encounter a problem that I can buy a gun to solve, sure. I always use that. So Jared and I rushed out. Yeah, I heard about you with the birds that And time. we got the gun, we got, we got new guns. We got these little twenty two caliber, uh, super hyper accurate target pistols, <laughs> and we got suppressors for them, Okay. And so they come in the mail after the while, and they we get them. And man, we got the subsonic ammo. And Jared, is it quiet? Uh, it's really quiet. It is quiet. This is a twenty-two that can kill the crap out of stuff, and it is much quieter than any pellet gun you've ever seen. So, so you're ready to shoot the squirrels. So well, I well, shoot them. Yes. So I, and, he, and, and now, and, but, I, but you live inside the city limits. You know, and so you can't shoot you, a gun in the no, city. You can't limits. shoot a rifle inside the city limits. Well, this is a pistol. 
and rifle round. Rifle me. round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not saying that uh, I shoot it in the city limits. What I'm saying is I have that gun and I shoot it in my backyard. You can do the math. But here's what I will say. Okay. The, okay, so yesterday, it brings me to one more point. Yesterday, we missed Trash Day. We just got back in town from out of town. Oh. We missed Trash Day, and that's only significant for the fact that there were four dead squirrel bodies in my garbage can. How'd they Because dying? when I got back, the squirrels were uh, out of practice on running when I showed up, <laughs> and they were having a big, big uh, boot party in my backyard. And uh, Tuesday morning, after we got back from 11 days on the road, yeah. I killed four in about 15 minutes in my backyard. You and mean they died? They there died. Were four that Unfortunately, died. four that I talked into giving up. And then we missed the dumpster brigade for the city of Plano trash pickup. Oh goodness! And so I had. There are four squirrels in there. Um, anything that can stink up the entire outside is stinky. Young and and four dead squirrels in your garbage can in ninety four degree weather. That's it, worse than the turds in the attic. Oh yeah, well it's getting there. And you've got and these guys are young <laughs> and they have giant nuts. I think they are ready to reproduce. Whoa! And I am glad I got them. <laughs> well, there are three things that they tell you not to put in there. You can't in your trash can. You can't put in paint. You can't put in ashes. And you can't put in dead squirrel bodies. It even says it on the side of the can. Maybe their first problem. Your first problem is that you may or may not be shooting inside the city limits. Second problem, definitely trash can rule following. I've heard about squirrels and nuts, but this is ridiculous. I have to go down as a violator then because I shot <laughs> four squirrels and I put all four of them in my Plano dumpster. And we missed trash day, and that's important because they are lay stinky. <laughs> so what do you do about that? You just got to eat it, put up with the smell? No, no, no. I have a big giant dumpster for our business, so I made the men throw that in the dumpster, and we took it nice. to the landfill today. So like I'll, a true gentleman. Yeah, yeah. I, the, I, the landfill has the same rules. Like, you shouldn't dump dead stuff there either, but sorry. Well, to get away from the critter control people, what is the, what is the move on... What is the move on traps you've got something that i saw up on the roof of your house and they 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 look they don't oh, look like oh, they're okay. made i got to i got to get into this but we're out of time on this side so coming back on the other side we're going to go back into critter control thanks for being with us still under construction going to break but don't cry we are not done yet by a long shot. See us on the other side for the... Re- Don't move. More of Still Under Construction is next on RNCN. The world of real estate moves fast and technology needs to be able to keep up with it. If agents and home buyers aren't able to communicate in real time, opportunities can swiftly be missed. With Reallocator, the communication gap has finally been bridged. Hi, I'm David Mays, co-founder of Reallocator. I've been a real estate broker for the past 10 years and came from the frustration of buyers not being able to reach agents instantaneously. So that's what we created on demand. Potential buyers now have the ability to immediately connect with a nearby agent, making the home buying process quick, easy, and convenient. 
Relocator is free to download. Just grab your smartphone, open the app, see available agents in your area, and connect instantaneously. Relocator is also the perfect tool for any real estate professional. For real estate professionals, it's a lead generating monster because you know you could be at the office doing paperwork and you're going to be able to generate these leads in real time. Download your free version of Relocator on the Apple iTunes Store today or visit the website at www.relocator.com. Breaking down the walls of radio. This is Still Under Construction with Jason Halsey on RNC. Howdy, howdy. Still Under Construction coming to you from the Oak Highland Brewery here in lovely Lake Highland. I guess it's, it's not Lake Highland. We're north of 635, so it can't be Lake Highland. So it's uh, Well, you've said it twice so far. Oak Highland so, Brewery. Yeah, oh, yeah. sorry. So anyway. Now it's, now it's trending. It's this trending. is now Lake Highlands. Hashtag Lake Highlands. <laughs> the Lake Highlands overhead bin. Overhead <laughs> bin <laughs> container. As we go out and meet load-bearing wall customers, I have observed that pets are very popular. That's true. Pets. Every, uh, there's there's got to be a pet per person in this crazy world. And, uh, man, people let their pets take over, I do believe. Oh, yeah. They are, I think they are before children, maybe, possibly, it depends on the couple, but before spouse. Pets are, have a very prominent place in this world. And I guess every penny that you spend on a pet is considered disposable income. Because you do not have to spend money on that pet if you don't want to. But that's not what they think. I, see, I've often wondered, what is a pet for? See, we, we have a little dog. We have a, well, you know, Duncan. And you're he, very anti-pet. He's a little Welsh corgi. I, I just, I don't quite see the value of him as far as it, as far as it applies to us. I'm not saying that he's not one of God's creatures that he has created. But I see. I hang more on the God has given us dominion over the animals, and I just feel like I'm being dominated by this dog sleeping in the living room. Then he migrates to the kids' room. Before I know it, he's un- he's in the bathroom. You know, I go to get in the shower, and I think I'm stepping on the rug, and it's Duncan right under my feet. I mean, this is a problem. It's becoming a problem. D- Duncan, Duncan does crack me up because he looks like. A sausage, a huge sausage, like a keg barrel sausage that sprouted feet, not legs. But anyway, Duncan's kind of funny. But here's what I was gonna—I was thinking about on that—is that with the pet uh, comes all this responsibility and all this work that goes into them, and they give you very—I mean, in the end, they give you very minimal return. A dog is gonna like anyone that feeds it. So you're enamored with the fact that the dog comes up and licks you in the face. He just does that because you feed it. And so he doesn't really like you. He just likes whoever feeds him. And the other thing about dogs is they, they have classifications of dogs called working dogs. Well, you're working your tail off ten times more to get a working dog to do working type things. He doesn't go out there and naturally like hoe the garden. He wants you, like a working dog will, <laughs> will like work. If you give him like this very specific circumstances where he can go like a German Shepherd, like if he's a working dog, according to the book, 
But a, a German Shepherd needs a very... He, he needs a guy attacking a home... And the guy, and the has, guy to be, has to be the in guy the, like, has to the, be between the right five suit. foot eight and yeah. six foot one. Yeah, and he's got to be the right skin color Uh-oh, and whatever don't, else. Oh, don't say that. Uh, whatever I mean, whatever it is, this guy, this guy is this dog is trained to attack, and if all the criteria is met, then this dog goes springs into action. And if the so, guy is breaking into the shed in the backyard, the dog really doesn't view that as that big of a violation because he doesn't feel that life and limb is Which is the, in the most bathroom. likely place for someone to break into. <laughs> and so the dog, unless you create this, have this recreation of this very, very specific certain circumstance, the dog is kind of over there. He's just over there licking his nuts on the on your uh, on your rug in your living room. Well, and that's what I was thinking when you were saying earlier that of course the dog loves you. You feed it. Well, the dog licks himself. I mean, it doesn't. he doesn't feed himself. The dog, so if we break it down, the dog doesn't have a problem licking pretty anything. much anything. And yeah, he licks the ground if oh, you yeah. drop ice cream down there. <laughs> well, I can think of, I can remember one time where we went to a client's house, and uh, we had been working there for a while, and... This client goes in the back to get her purse. She's got her checkbook. She needs to write us a check, and she comes back. I mean, you gotta you gotta tell everybody how that went. So you go back there, and she's uh, she's an older lady, and she's very very laid back. She's one of the most laid back humans I've ever been around. Oh yeah. And so I say to her, uh, uh, "Hey there, Ezekiel, or whatever her name is." I don't know what her name is, but uh, I say, can I, I, I need to get a draw from you, and the check is $65,426.13. I mean, it's a big check. And so she goes back there, and she kind of laughs about it, and she goes back there, and she reaches in her purse in her bedroom, which is the only room that's not being remodeled at the time, and she reaches in there, and she says, oh, my gosh, he's done it again. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, what? What, what has he done again? She said, that cat has peed in my purse on my checkbook again. Again, and, again. and so the cat TTs in her purse <laughs> on her checkbook, which I think is one of the grossest single things I have ever oh my heard of. And so I really don't want. I've never had a situation where I didn't want sixty-five thousand dollars signed with a smile, signed with cat urine. Oh my. And so, uh, true to form, how did the check feel? So she writes you the check, and she hands it over. I never touched it. Of course, I wouldn't. It was felt it, like it was. Was it? It was moist? written in the Amazon rainforest, and Uh-oh. it just—it was a little moist. It felt up. It felt like it had picked up a little bit of its surroundings. Oh my. Well, of all the stuff I've heard you guys talk about in the show, I'm sorry if I may interrupt here. Kevin, uh, on the mic, uh, you're, you're talking about cleaning deer and all, all this and shooting squirrels and birds and whatnot. Uh, the, the, the piss on the... Cat TT trumps it all. <laughs> oh, my God. How does that trump it all? It is so gross. We would take a shot of that on the status bro if it would make people laugh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I want to see it happen. <laughs> Maybe they're brewing some up out there in the yeah. big giant Yetis. <laughs> yeah, out it's Oak Highlands Brewery. I just can't believe that's what that's what sets you off. I, I, that's well, crazy. It's just well, and uh, you know, cat urine being in the uh, house remodeling business, cat uh, P 
People love cats. Yeah, man. More than they and should. And you know what? And they do not have a problem with the cat titty. We, when Jason bought his house in Plano, we had, we started just the very beginnings, early infant stage of remodeling. We start removing the carpet. First thing out of the bag, start removing the carpet. And the house had a bit of a smell to it. And when I say a bit, I mean it was, it was almost unbearable. And we start rolling the carpet up. And as we were rolling, do you remember this? As we were rolling yeah, it up. Yeah, I was there. There was gel on the bottom of the carpet where the it had turned the glue. All the urine the, had turned the glue. It had turned the. the it had turned all right, the, I'll admit that's gross. The carpet fiber, that the is glue grotesque. on the bottom, the pegamento in the Latin tongue had started to turn, and it was gelled, and the, it had broken down the pad underneath, and it was just. We had to get it up with a shovel in some it spots. Was, oh my god! It was, it was tremendously gross. He, and she walked around barefoot. Oh yeah, she walked around barefoot, and Ooh. which led me to wonder why she even Jesus. thought about having a pet door. She had a pet door on her back, uh, on her back thing, and she Gotta said that was pet door. so they could go out there and do their business. Like they have, they don't know where they, the pet door is. They haven't gone. You haven't given them. You have, do you have the lighted yep. arrows from the airplane yeah. floor? Do you, the the whites lead you to reds, and the reds lead you outside where you can take your little thing out. Have you ever seen in the old days when they used to put the shopping buggies and they put the giant rod on the top of the shopping buggy that would lo- oh, not yeah. let you take it out the front door? Yeah, and he used to hit on the... <laughs> so on the I'm convinced this was, a, this I'm was convinced. an anti-theft measure. Yes. <laughs> and I'm convinced that she had the collar on the dog that was too, wi- too wide to go out the pet door. So the dog just got over to the pet door and got jammed up every time. He's like, well... I, I guess I'll go piss in the dining room yep. one more time. And you know what? I keep trying to go out, lady. If you're not going to take this collar off me, I'm just going to have to go in the dining room. Just, i got to be in the dog's camp on that one. <laughs> it's, it's mean. It's, if, I, if At the office someday, if I go in the bathroom, door's locked, I'm going to feel inclined to take a piss in the hallway. Right. And <laughs> if you have a shopping buggy that has a rod on it that won't roll out the door, you're just going to leave it inside the store. Exactly. <laughs> you were going to take it home previously, but right now, not so much. I think it also might be, you know, it's you're okay, you're okay stealing the buggy and just tossing it in the back of the truck. But when it has the six foot rod sticking up, you kind of feel like it's just like a homing. You beacon. shouldn't have done it. You should it's got not the have done it. Tennis ball on top, and it's a red tennis ball. What's right. the point of it? Is it so like homeless people don't turn it into their luggage or something? Like right. homeless people stealing yes. shopping carts? All right, nice. we're gonna slide into another yet another break here and get a refill of this delicious. Oak Island Brewery beer, but on the other side, we're going to be talking backyard swimming, white trash, fun times, and summer. More of Still Under Construction with Jason Halsey coming up. See it all around you. I'm Jasmine Dodson, and I am an attorney with Dodson Legal Group. I manage the family law, civil litigation, and estate planning divisions of the firm. Five years ago, I ended up joining the practice because I really wanted to get involved with people and help them make the decisions that are going to affect the rest of their lives. We want to make our clients feel comfortable. We want to make them feel welcome. And we want them to understand that they can trust us with their case. Find us on the web at www.dodsonlegal.com. Give us a call at 469-317-3330. 
Hi, this is Michelle Williams. I'm a national sales representative for J. Hilburn Men's Custom Clothier. At J. Hilburn, we want to help our customers dress better. We know that they can get a great fitting product at great quality for a great price. If you're wanting to expand your wardrobe or just need help with your day-to-day dress, go to michellewilliams.jhilburn.com. That's michellewilliams.jhilburn.com. You're listening to RNCN, the digital destination for premium talk radio. You're listening to Still Under Construction with Jason Halsey on RNCN. Thank you guys for powering through with us. We are uh, trying to tweak and tune and get this whole thing all dialed in. Those of you that are texting in saying uh, things are not as they should be, we appreciate the feedback and... uh, I'm looking over at my buddy Zach now because he and I have done like seven remotes and this is the first time we've had any problems. And it's like, you know what? We were just waiting for that one. You know, I have something on my phone that messes with electronics. I bring as soon as I get I knew close it. To, jammer. That's it's a total wind jammer. Jared sabotage. It's all his fault. We'll blame it on him. But getting back to the topic of the hour. We are talking about backyards, swimming, white trash, swimming pools, inflatable water slides, slip and slides, and all of the above. How about, okay, in your backyard, you've got a pretty big backyard. I do. Um, but uh, it's not, it, no one would ever walk into my backyard and think they had showed up at a high dollar resort. Okay. <laughs> they might walk into my backyard and think that they had showed up to an episode of Duck Commander, like <laughs> rednecks that uh, spend money on toys. Okay. So I just recently built my kids a big tree house. Hello. It's uh, more uh, like hello, a... Hello, uh, right here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Was we, 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 we. Seemed like I was kind of there. The collective we yeah, built them a tree uh-huh. house, and it, was, it turned out awesome. It turned out awesome. We we came up with some good stuff and good ideas, and um, we so we have a treehouse. It's more like a uh, eleven foot off the ground observation platform for uh, only one neighbor. Um, <laughs> we, we just really want to know what Steve is up to. Steve, if you're listening, sorry we didn't try and set that thing up to look down in your backyard. It just happened that way. But uh, close your I did, blinds, I did dude. this. I, I did some uh, some study for it and got it at the right height, so that we could look into as much tree as possible, only seeing Steve's backyard. But um, so we got that, and then we got a tr- we got a trampoline, and we got some uh, defunct playground equipment from 1954, which is the very best play equipment because you know it doesn't have all of the safety features that slow you down, pad the fall. You need the slide. So the slide is the galvanized sheet metal just full on all the way to the top, just like every kid had at the playground until about, oh, the mid-90s. I mean, Top to bottom. This thing is going to burn the crap out of you in the (laughs) summer, and you can stick your tongue to it in the winter. It is good for all seasons. It is not plastic, and it is completely unforgiving. If you should get so unlucky as to fall on it, it will split you from stem to stern. It's, it's tough on the human body. 
Um, but we have that. We got the observation uh, deck up but top. The, but the observation but the, deck, to be fair, has a little bit of fun added to it. It has a, I don't know, probably a 75 foot. 100 foot. 100 foot. Yeah, 100 foot zip line. 100 foot zip line right out of the mess all the way down to a steel pole. And one of my child, your child, I can't remember who hit the pole first, but we put this brake on it, right? We have this block that we got from our Uncle Deck. And it's, Thanks, uh, Uncle Deck. Thank you, Uncle Deck. You gave us the broken, defunct brake. And there's a little block, and it has it has a bungee, kind of a tough bungee cord rope-looking yeah. deal. And Jameson gets humming down that deal the other day. Well, it's been a little while back. He gets humming down that deal. And catch, and we said, he says, do, I, do you need to be down there, Dad? No, no, God dang, you don't, have, you don't need us down there. And he gets rolling down it, and he hits the block with the brake, and it starts to slide down the cable, and then all of a sudden, uh-oh. Uh, well, the uh, bungee cord that's been through about 2,000 stops over at Uncle Dex's house just decided to split right in half. Bam! Bam. Into the concrete pillar solidified post. But besides that, pretty much everything in your backyard is white trash. Oh, well, I was going to say great, but <laughs> white trash, you know, same thing. My so, next thing is a Coke machine. I mean, have you ever been to someone's house and gotten free Cokes out of a Coke machine? No. That's the coolest thing. I had a That's buddy badass. that had, uh, his parents had a Coke machine, just shot out free Cokes, and I... Just, just you'd be just, walking by it, and it had a little motion well, sensor. No, it on. wasn't motion Bam. activated. You had to go over there and push a button. You had to oh. ask for a coke through a button. But I'm just saying, like, I, to me, that creates a memory that can be created no other way. So I'm gonna. I've, I've been looking at coke machines on the uh, on the internet. On the internet, they're out there. There's a bunch of them. What about? Well, you and I just got a, an inflatable water slide and it had it's not that big it's probably only about five six feet tall and as it comes down it lands in a little pool yeah and it well which we we want we want to get so we've rented a lot of times the jump house for kids and so we're going to buy one we're going to buy a big commercial jump house to have to quit renting the thing so we wanted to try it out and just see if it works so we got the little fun house slide water slide combo unit for the kiddos Holy crap! They wear that thing out. They uh, they cannot <laughs> wait for like me to babysitter. Set it. That yeah. they can't wait for me to set it up, and those kids <laughs> will go out there and spend six hours sliding down that stupid slide. The outcome it. is the same every time they get on the top of the ladder, and I mean they will just—it's the greatest thing ever. But I mean, going to Six Flags and going down each one of the rides, they haven't changed the direction. Or the velocity of any of them. I mean, it's Judge Roy scream. It's always the same thing, right? I mean, it's. I, I think that we all have a tendency to go with what we know, and they know it. See? Oh, oh you're absolutely right there, Jared. If you set the same thing up in my backyard right now, I'd spend six hours <laughs> on it. I, I can almost guarantee you. And you would just love every minute of yeah, it. Yeah, you get a 12-pack of some cold beers and a slip and slide. It sounds like a blast. Well, and one thing that you've added to the repertoire, so you've got the trampoline, you've got the observation deck with the zip line, and you've got the swimming pool, the white trash swimming pool, which is like... Kevin, you're going to love God, this. this is white trash paradise. Kevin, like, you're going to love this. <laughs> 
last night. So I was so so. We're gonna do the next remote from your backyard. Yes. Summer is finally here, and I mean, if you're a fat guy like me, you want to get wet at the end of each day. And I'm not talking about anything nasty or dirty. I'm talking Go about ahead. in a pool. I hear wet. you. I'm a skinny guy, and I feel the same way. And I used to come home from work every single day. Last summer, we pretty much completed the entire summer at our house, and we had a pool. And after work, every day I swim. And I'm not talking about get out there and swim laps for health. Yeah, how many I'm laps I'm talking do about you? fat guy. Like, Are you a 53-er? Jump in the pool. I go to the cooler. Before I go to the pool each day, I have a special changing <laughs> spot outside. I don't even go in my home. Fat guy's a little I, cool. I don't want to complicate like things with my kids. So I get in the pool without my kids knowing, and then I float around, and I just have some peace and quiet. And so I have been missing this in our new house. And so I bought a pool yesterday, and we filled this rascal up, and it is a $199 above-ground pool. Classy. It only has to last for the next four months, but it is 42 inches deep, and it is pure chill-out mode. And if we can manage to keep it clean, it is much colder than any pool ever thought about being because it is above ground. And so the air of the night influences this water Ooh. much more. You know, I didn't even think about that. So it gets hotter faster. Hotter faster. But it, but it cools, cools off. off. Really. I so the earth temperature of the geothermal it doesn't have any effect on it, it just straight straight back down to room temperature you got 70 degree water and then it takes the day for it to warm man that is and it is awesome that so is awesome tonight after this remote after i get done tickling you guys ears with all my crazy cool <laughs> lyrics i will be in that pool chilling out hanging back and letting the cold beer roll so one thing I need to ask these guys here is where we can direct our patrons to buy overhead bin beer locally. Yeah, uh, that's a good question. Yeah, I'd say it's probably going to be from Oak Highlands Brewery. That, no, no, no. They've got to distribute it somehow. They're somewhere. making a lot of it. Yeah, there's got to be some place you can go and pick it up. What All I would right. love is also to figure out a way where I could possibly urinate during the broadcast. That would be fantastic. Okay. <laughs> like I've a got a red easier. solo cup as right as here on, to my right. I think I may end up. And a broadcaster. I might on just the other side, <laughs> On the other side, an answer to that uh, highly unresolvable question will be, at, uh, will be available. We will have an answer for you on where you can buy Oak Highland Brewery beer on the other side. See you there. Network streaming 24 hours a day at realnewscn.com and the RNCN app. You're listening to Still Under Construction with Jason Halsey on RNCN. And welcome back. Oak Highlands Brewery is where we are today, emanating live. We are having a good time over here. These guys have some fabulous beers. It's so just tasty. Oh, sorry, hey, dude, sorry. you're falling over in your chair. So here. Sorry, Come so here. Sorry. 
So tasty. The beer, the, the large Yeti cups through the big giant window. You know, this would be a super cool place to rent out. I wonder if they do rent this place out for parties. and. I want to get married here. I mean, wouldn't this be... <laughs> Hey, Kevin, before we get too far off of the break, I was trying to uh, see, give me the story on your brother getting tased. Oh, you! Oh. I, I heard during the break that there was a little bit of a tase going on, and your brother, who's an actor, what, from L.A.? That's true. He's an actor around L.A. He's done a bunch of commercials. Actually, if you remember last year's Super Bowl commercial for Mountain Dew, he was in that in uh, a bunch of other stuff. He does a web series now. Anyway, back when we did the show, we started our, our the status bro in my apartment in college. Okay. And so we were completely unfiltered, and we did a ton of crazy bits like that. And so, some one day somebody brought a taser. We're like, dude, let's, let's we all, we all got tased. So then he comes in, and we're like, are you willing to get tased? And he says yes. And we got the best taser reaction ever. And then we decided to make it into a little uh, minute and a half feature there, just so the whole world could hear. Because <laughs> you heard that reaction, man. No yes. dude has ever made a sound like that. Yeah, like where did that come from? Yeah, and uh, speaking as one who's been tased before. Oh right, as a you I, police officer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, his his reaction is below what it needs. To, I mean, it is the worst <laughs> possible feeling on earth. I just oh, had it's to awful. Ask, I just had to ask because. Uh, I too have screamed like a little girl, and uh, I just. Mine was I just, I mean, immediately responded with explosive expletives, like it wouldn't happen to me. I just, I just <laughs> screamed out. I mean, it was, it was way more than I was expecting. Uh, it's way more than anyone is expecting. And All right. So, like, it, it, are there different gradients of tasers? Yes, there are different grades. Yes. Like the one that we have is a contact taser, which we need the one, but you know, not one where they shoots the prongs into you. Yeah, it, it was just. But I'm telling you, man, it just just to touch anyone, it, it it's incredibly incapacitating. Fifty thousand volts. That's what the amperage was on it. Right on your love handle. Uh, I got oh, so I got hit on my love handle and down by my knee. And I but was it was it? Did you get hit by a shooter one or a contact one? No, no, no. Well, ours is a shooter, so it's the law enforcement grade. The gun, yeah. Uh, but what they do is they attach it to you uh, so that you don't have to do the prong removal. Uh, different agencies do it different ways. So it's like a sticker that's like stick it on you. Well, the crazy thing is it goes through clothes, right? So they just put it inside your belt. So we we're in full gear. And they put it inside our duty belt, and they put it on our leg. And when it goes off, so the farther the spread, the bigger the... So that's why the little small tasers don't really... They're still very effective, and they hurt very badly, but that's why they don't hurt as much, because the spread is... So the con- the, the continuity, right, is going from one probe to the other. So if it, the worst place would be on the, the more, top of your head. The more your body right. it travels so it's, through. It travels through all of your body. So if you get, the worst place to get would be like, say, in the neck or in the head and then down in the calf or something, because now the electricity is traveling all the way from probe to probe and it uh, it'll get your attention. It really will. Well, anyway, sorry to derail like that. No, no, I, I love just the tasing to, topic. Man, we had some fun with that back then. Tasers. And so your brother has, I mean, he, you don't happen to have that, do you? I mean, he has the best just shrill I mean, Richard Daltrey. Richard Daltrey, go back in your hole. <laughs> Robert ashamed of himself. Uh, yeah, man, we had a guy on who uh, I, I just tased my butt cheek, which is probably one of the better areas to get it, and it sucked. And I'm not joking; it left a mark there that lasted a couple of months. Like I don't know, I don't know what causes that, but anyway, he tased his nipple. That my my buddy Kyle. That wasn't and, the taser, and, dude. 
And he said it was bad, and he was going to taste his, uh, his his junk. And and everybody was like, yeah, we're going to do No, this. that is like Steve-O. Like, That's like mean, jackass like, This is going to be great radio, and my producer and co-host at the time said, no, 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 we can't let you do that. We can't you know, let you do this. You know, <laughs> we dude, put the we, think, it, on we the nuts. think it may be a bit of a problem to get down into the nether Turning regions. a man into a eunuch on the air is not... <laughs> well, I talked to a, a medical professional about this, and they were like, you know what's funny? If you had tasted his nuts... He'd be totally fine, but like you taste him in his nipple on his left on his heart. That's where you could have had a problem. You guys are lucky you didn't kill that guy. So, yeah, the the tasting is it's, it's it's a dangerous game. It's very unpleasant. <laughs> yeah, and it can it's kind of a, it's a little bit unpredictable. Yeah. Okay, so we have an answer to the previously proposed question. Right. Where locally can you buy Oak Island Brewery beer? And the answer is Goody Goody Specs, uh, Whole Foods. And Park It Market. Goody Goody Specs, Whole Foods, and Park It Market. Their beer is awesome. Locally brewed. Support your local brewmaster. Come on. Heck Come yeah. Get and in if, there. And if you would like to buy a taser, you can get one on Amazon for four <laughs> bucks. <laughs> <laughs> and it can be completely humanly incapacitating. And it works. <laughs> and you know what? You can also become incapacitated by buying the overhead bin. <laughs> Alcohol, if you so choose to go that direction. Boy, it does yeah. seem me, not for those that are around you, but yes, definitely. Me and cousin Jeff were at a bedlam call, a place called Bedlam Barbecue on a road trip. Recently, my family and I embarked on a road trip. We ended up um, going through Oklahoma City in the end. Bedlam and Barbecue. Bedlam I love Barbecue that name. Serves a beer called Do Not Resuscitate. DNR. <laughs> DNR. <laughs> and DNR has twelve percent alcohol by volume. Okay. And I, Keep being talking. a Boy Scout, tried to stay in my lane uh-huh. and only order these for my cousin Jeff. <laughs> uh, I was drinking Bud Light, and I ordered the <laughs> DNR for him. <laughs> And I, yeah, I was over here drinking joke beer, and uh, cousin Jeff was drinking two DNRs. For the kids. And it was like he was looking out the ear hole of his helmet when we left the. Uh, hi, hi, dudes. Uh, I'm oh, having some trouble it thinking. It was awesome. You know, it's kind of like drinking Zima, what you were drinking, right? I mean, Zima, wasn't that about like a, a percent and a half? I mean, do no, you remember? No, no, no. Did- Zima's the malt liquor. It, it was like six or seven percent alcohol. But this is twelve percent. This is well. This my is girlfriend was telling me it was a percent and a half, and she wasn't drinking it. Maybe she was trying to <laughs> get me. To she was trying to drop a lifesaver down in it. I've heard that for every purchase of a six pack of Zima, it comes with a free supply of maxi pads. I mean, that's just it's, it's, oh. <laughs> all right. Well, now all of a sudden, I feel a little bit different about drinking it. I never in had life. a Zima before. I, I didn't. I, th- I thought it was like a chick drink. That must predate you guys. I'm sure. I remember it does. seeing commercials so for it when what, I was a kid. So. But to be honest, the only time I've ever had it, my mom was teaching. We were homeschooled, Jason and I both. Let the cat out of the bag on that one. So we were homeschooled, and my mom was teaching us about the Mayflower, right? So coming over from England, the pilgrims are on the voyage over. And so they drink. They, the kids and everybody had to drink sure. beer because the water would, would go bad. So my mom goes out as the great homeschooling mom that she was, the pioneer, Back when it was illegal to homeschool, she goes out and she buys a... No no wonder it was illegal to homeschool. They didn't know that all the mothers were feeding all their kids a bunch of alcohol during the day. So she says, all right, look, y'all are going to have to try this. Y'all need to see what it was like for these kids to drink alcohol on the Mayflower over. So she buys some Zima, gives each one of us just a tiny bit of it. And uh, that stuff was so doggone delicious. Oh, golly. (laughs) All right, here, fill it. The Nina, the pint glass, and the Santa Maria. 
Uh, could you could you chop her off there, Captain? I'll take uh, Miles Standish. I'll take another little round for me and my buddies here. We're about seven years old. We she had to get away from that on the next next go round when I was about thirteen. She got the stuff that kind of was the black sludge coming out. Just kind of got to get away from that stuff. I remember being a kid. My parents they would always they were always open minded. That they'd be like, here, have a sip of beer. Know what it's like. You know, no, this isn't something forbidden. And as a kid, I remember taking a sip of beer and being like, that is great. Stuff I, is I'm terrific. seven years old and I'm like, I cannot, I can't wait 14 more years to be able to enjoy this. <laughs> <laughs> It kept your mask skills sharp, obviously, so you could add up, like, the born-on date of me and the born-on date of drinking. When the two converge, I have so many days left. Well, as a math major, you were able to count the days down to when you were able to drink. You were able to count them down to age 21 and get... I may, I may have gotten a slight head start on that. Oh. Uh, you know... I, I think uh, we all a little head start. You guys are a little bit older than me, so though. Was the drinking age still 18 in Texas back then? No, no, no. 21. It was 21? But the, I'm just the, 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 fake, the fake ID thing... So, like, I am... I kid you not. This is for real talk. We used to take it on our college ID... In college at Stephen F. Austin State University, we would get... Oh, boy. We would tape off a letter in the newspaper... And we would change our birth date. We would put a piece of scotch tape. I'm not kidding you. We would tape a square box around the number we needed in the newspaper. And we would put a piece of tape on the newspaper and lift that number lift off the and number. put it on our driver's license. And that's how we augmented our birth date on our driver's license. And it worked oh nine, my out God. Of, nine out of ten times with a piece of scotch tape stuck to the front of your driver's my license. My generation, we have holograms and all kinds yes. of things. Yes. No yes. And your picture sideways and upside down, and you have to stick your finger in your ear if you're a certain age. <laughs> I'm telling you, we uh, that is God's honest <laughs> truth. It would work nine out of ten times, and especially work on Ahmed at the mobile station at the end of the run. <laughs> Well, 2016, they're like, we need your passport, yes. ID, urine Hologram. sample, uh, medical record. Yeah, it, it's unbelievable. There's no way to get away with that kind of stuff these days. Well, it's it's mostly based on uh, blood type. Just give me your hand. I'll take a slight swad. And here we go. And here we go. we got to take a hard break here, ladies and gentlemen, but we are coming back to you, and we've got a little bit of road trip talk. Is summer hold a road trip for you guys? Ooh, Have y'all yeah. been on a road trip lately? Let's talk about it coming up next. Don't move. More of Still Under Construction is next on RNCN. What if you got rewarded for every good decision? What if your heart had a special way of letting you know it appreciates your healthy choices? I've got to get my family to eat more vegetables. Amazing! And instead of cooking with butter tonight, I think I'll saute our veggies with a heart-healthy oil. You're a genius! So really, would your food choices pay off in heart health? Did you know that when you replace bad fats with healthier fats, like those in canola or other vegetable oils, it can lower bad cholesterol levels, and that's good for your heart. Here's a winning idea. 
take up the challenge for good health. Because the you of the future will say, Fantastic! Learn more at heart.org slash face the fats. Canola Info proudly supports the American Heart Association's Face the Fats campaign. You're listening to RNCN, the digital destination for premium talk radio. You're listening to Still Under Construction with Jason Halsey on RNCN. We are uh, back on the other side of the break. We are talking about a little bit of road trip trip talk. Summer's upon us, right? Yeah. You, you have to know it. You walk outside, 94 degrees, hits you right in the face. It is summertime. Whoosh. So it's time to move around a little bit, right? Sure. Summer. Get someplace that's not here. Equals kids out of school. So my kids, I just I recently took a 11-day... Uh, motor coach vacation i took me and my wife and the three cubs and we loaded up we uh rented a big rock star 40 foot motor coach it's got four slide outs it is like pimp daddy mac on wheels <laughs> and we took it, it is too it's like if walter white was on mtv cribs so. no no no. this is not walter white <laughs> this is the good stuff this thing's all tricked out and what's everyone... the guy gus what's yeah, gu- it's, it's gus fring there fring yeah. yeah okay and so this this is gus's suppliers gus's bus this bus. is the ritz carlton of the mobile uh so the mobile and then we the have phone. a jeep a Jeep follows behind it very closely at all times. <laughs> it's it's connected. Kind of a, it's kind of a tag-along vehicle. It's connected. <laughs> it's called a dinghy. So we take this around. So we, we strike out. We drive from Dallas straight into Memphis nonstop. I've That's never a, done. How long is that? Eight hours. Whoa. Your kids you in this kid, big motor yeah, coach, yeah, they yeah. love it. They think it's the no, greatest thing. No, they don't. They hate they it. They watch on, one movie after to... another. They're on the iPads. All the stuff they always are told no Stop, get out from in front of the TV. You're telling them, go get in front of the TV and plant yourself there. It's called stop, no, Be, and don't. Don't, but we're not doing that. We're doing all <laughs> things that you're not supposed to do. You're yes, doing. you're welcome. So anyway, we go forward. there. We go to Nashville. We go to Louisville. We go Indianapolis, St. Louis, Branson, back home. Oh, it man. It was a fabulous trip. We just saw what each city had to hold. Graceland. The Peabody Ducks, Mud Island, uh, Gibson Guitar Factory. Then we shot up to Louisville, Louisville Bat Factory. Saw the, where the Louisville Sluggers made. My daughter, Janie, hit a Exacta, a $26 Exacta at Churchill Downs Racing. Oh, we, we, we were able to man. bet, play the ponies there. Indianapolis Motor Speedway, we kissed the bricks. We took the tour, the two and a half miles around the track. Down to St. Louis, ride the Arch, uh, Budweiser Brewery. I mean, that is just freaking awesome. Uh, more Memphis, uh, more Mississippi River in St. Louis. Uh, we we tr- we found a bunch of driftwood. 
Man, I'm just telling you, Branson is just like Las Vegas for kids. What did you say it was? It's called it's Silver Dollar or something? No, Steal Your Dollar City. We found Ste- a bunch of driftwood. Steal Your Dollar City driftwood. Yeah, a bunch of driftwood in the Mississippi River. <laughs> All right. It was, we, we anyway, had a Now it's a party. Time. But we, so a road trip is a fabulous, fabulous thing. So I was thinking back to my road trips as a child. And so, who can remember the wood grain station? Uh, the wood grain station wagon. Oh yeah. With the, we had an Oldsmobile with the red pleather seats, and my dad <laughs> said that he paid extra for the big motor, so we had a 455 motor in there. Okay. And he always cl- said this thing will pass everything but a gas station, son. <laughs> And so it sounds like the Clark Griswold. Yeah. Special and so then I'm, he said, I'm picturing. He says, he says, all right, we are going to take, we're going to get a camper and we're going to take it to the Redwood Forest. But before then, we are going to have to install air shocks. Okay. So I say, all right. Doesn't it, d- doesn't, don't most cars come with shocks? Don't they have like a, you'd call them factory shocks? No, no, no. They replace those and they put a nozzle, <laughs> uh, air chuck outlet right by the gas tank. So you open the gas flap. And you can put your air compressor right on this, and you can air the back of your car up. What it is, is for people that have bought stuff that's too heavy for their car to tow under the prescribed towing method. Okay. So they add these. They have a big enough motor, but they don't have the, the shock capacity. So they add these so, shock. So my dad, I mean. So Oldsmobile is too stupid, right? They, too they, stupid they're to just, know. They're just too stupid to know. They've underrated their car. vehicle. And what, what it's going to do is it's going to squat the rear end if you hook something up that's this heavy. <laughs> and so my dad figured a way around it by adding air shocks. Air shocks. A loophole. Loophole. Hole in the universe. So we, we put the air in there. I, I mean, we drove that stupid travel trailer, pulling it with a station wagon from here to Washington State and back. It was the greatest trip. Um, I still remember it. There was a bear that roughed up the side of the camper. My dad Whoa. lost his deposit. Because That's pretty cool. <laughs> How can he, you control, what do you mean he roughed uh, up the wildlife. size of the camper? Well, he, like put, he, he put some food in the lower uh, okay. extremities of the storage. <laughs> All right. Lower storage bin, and the bear scratched through the storage door to get at this. <laughs> oh, my. If I run a surfboard and they try to gouge me because I got attacked by a great white shark, I'm probably going to be a little <laughs> upset with that. I yeah, mean, no kidding. That's, that's a wrath of God nature type thing, man. Come on. NMF. Not my fault. <laughs> well, but later, later in life, J- see, Jason and I are 12 years apart, and so... As the years passed, my parents got away from the oversized uh, motor with the undersized shocks, and they got to a conversion van, you know, with the high top, so you can kind of walk around in it and yeah. nice and comfy. I don't think you're supposed to do much walking in it unless you're getting in and out in a parking lot. But we, Not when you're mobile. Yeah. Well, I, that rule didn't really apply. That rule didn't really apply it's more to of us. A guideline did, yeah, than a rule. I'd say so. And so we were kind of around a lot, and it had the two. It had the, of course, forward captain's chairs. It had the second row, which was captain's chairs, and plush at that. And then the back row was a queen size bed that would. It was a couch, and it laid down into a bed. And we would utilize that as a full-on bed as we were traveling hither and yon. To Washington State, Virginia, a little bit of Massachusetts. And you know what? 
the conversion van with the TV, even though Dad paid the extra money for a TV and VCR and all that, they never wa- let us watch anything. It was always, look, we need to read whatever story before we get to whatever places that it is that we're going to. Not and, us. And you can. We got the TV running. <laughs> we got the 4K. We have the a 4K. Four, <laughs> we have a 52-inch 4K TV running all the time. I was talking about more of like a 10 and a half inch tube TV. No, no, Up no. in the ceiling. I, I'm on board with, uh, with Jared here on that. Yeah, that sounds pretty awesome. Well, we ha- we had so much fun in the conversion van, and then we would get to the location, and Mom would say, you know what? We're here. We're going to be studying. We're, we're, we're at Gettysburg. Everybody, we're going to lock down. We're going to re- finish reading this book. we got to finish the book before we get out and walk around. So Mom reads through the book, and what what did, what did Rhett do? you got to tell him what Rhett did. He gets on the... On the uh, uh, window, it's all fogged up because the motor's off. Yeah, we gotta save gas. Gotta save gas. What is Rhett new? He he ends up writing help on the <laughs> on backwards, of course, on the uh, window in the back. Help us, please. Mom will not let us get out. He's got a little bit of a sonic going on on the outside of the <laughs> van there. And, uh, I have never heard that story more than yeah, that. Yeah, I'm looking over at that you. Is you know, classic. Like, Did anyone knock like, on the deal and <laughs> come in there and try? Yeah. To well, if you write help on a on a van window now, you're going to get some attention. The Stanford police are the first people to show up. Right? They'll come across the nation to find you inside the inside the van with the fogged up windows. Well, road trips are a lot of fun. Where? So, you said you stopped at Steal Your Dollar City. Heartbreak uh, Barbecue in Oklahoma City. Whoa. Oh, my gosh. So many, I mean, just extra cool places. Oh, America. oh the whitewater rafting. The whitewater rafting. We went to the Olympic training facility. But on the other side, we're going to have to, we're going to have to dial this one back. On the other side, we're going to talk about summer grilling. Have you ever been out in your backyard during the summer and grilling? We're going to tell you a couple of cool recipes to keep you Impressing your constituents. You're listening to RMCN, the digital destination for premium talk radio. Breaking down the walls of radio, this is Still Under Construction with Jason Halsey on RMCN. Indisposed at the moment. Jared Holsey here, coming to you live from the Oak Highlands Brewery, Royal Lane, Plano Road area. And you know, we just met with Michael Roberts, and he has—he's uh, a, a employee here, and he has a pretty cool website, BrewsTravelers365.com. That's BrewsTravelers365.com where he took a year-long trip around the country, 48 continental United States, and visited how many breweries? 789 breweries in one year. That is, that's a lot. Uh, You spent the vast majority of your time sober, yes? Yeah, well, we'll say yeah. I mean, there's, uh, there were three or four, it's 306, yeah, I would say... I would say sober. Well, 
we are coming to you live from OHB Overhead Bins, talking a little bit of what's coming. Summer up? grilling. Ooh, summer grilling. It's that time of year to fire up the pit. Yeah. Get the cobwebs dusted out and get those guys wiped out of there. Get your grill on. Okay. So, you know, my grilling implement of choice is the green egg. Have you ever had a green egg before? Uh, yeah, you gave me one. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Remember that? <laughs> Wrote the check for it. Wrote the check for it. Got it. That uh, did happen. But the green egg is a fabulous grilling implement. But how to start the fire in the green egg is up for some debate. So, sure. So um, everyone agrees, you know. A no, match is a great way. Match is a great way. Uh, next, people agree that charcoal without lighter fluids is a great way. Sure. But the real key to getting a fire going, so when I get home, I don't normally have a lot of time before it's time to eat. The, the time between when I get home from the work <laughs> and the time that it's time to eat is not a lot. Okay. So I've got to step on it. Yeah. So I get out the map gas torch, and map gas burns at about 4,000 degrees. And so I get the map gas torch, and I throw that thing right down in the charcoal. <laughs> and I get it sort of lit. And then I go get my Echo leaf blower, whoa, and I put whoa. a lot of Echo leaf blower Air on the thing. So you've got three things that a fire so, needs. What is a fire like? Okay, Fuel. So, so charcoal. Char- uh, spark. Map gas torch. Oh, map gas. Okay. And air. And we got an echo leaf <laughs> blower. A- <laughs> and this is like We got a fire. 2000 CFM. Yeah, this is like a <laughs> 2000 CFM of, of air. But you've got to be careful because it makes a bit of dust. And oh. so, but the Echo Leaf Blower on idle will really, really spool your fire up in a hurry. <laughs> you look yeah. like you were going to say something. Sorry, we both oh, stopped. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't interrupt you guys. You, about to you, up. you look so good over <laughs> there. You were just getting ready <laughs> for the so transition. You uh, do. You do. No, no, no. You guys are good. You, you know. So, so Echo Leaf Blower. You're talking about getting the grill half lit. Grill, I'm feeling yes. pretty half lit right now. So grill yeah, I've, I've is had a couple ready. of good craft beers here. Grill is ready in under five minutes to cook. I mean, I can get that son of a gun to 375 degrees in, I mean, under minutes. five minutes. Minutes. Well, and so. It's amazing. It is. And some of the things that we're talking about cooking today need some pretty serious heat. And so if you're not, if you don't have the time to open the top, open the bottom uh, on the big green egg, the BGE, then you're going to have to give it a little bit of oomph to get your cooking surface ready for whatever it is you're cooking. So one of the things that we're talking about cooking today on the big green egg is going to be lamb pops. Oh, the lamb. So the, this is this is the lamb rib roast. And so they have a standing r- lamb rib roast at Costco. And it's probably got about four or five bones in it. And we just buy these guys and we separate the bones. We just cut straight down between the ribs. And they've got a cleaned off rib. And it's kind of like meat with a handle, right? Oh. It's like a meat popsicle. Mm. And so we put these guys on the grill for Stop two minutes it, one side, you? three minutes the other side. They're dipped in oil. But, but, they are but pretty hot. We're not talking about hot. 375. Seven, we're talking about yeah. We're talking about 600 to 700 degrees. And I would get a glove on. I would have a glove on ready standby, not of the 
Uh, not a ski melting glove. persuasion. Yeah, not a ski glove. I would have an all leather, built to turn <laughs> hot things over glove on ready standby. And so you reach in there and turn these guys over. And so you're two minutes on one side and you're three minutes on the other side. And these lamb pops come out and they are senior fabuloso. Mm. I mean, so it's a standing rib rack from Costco. You separate each bone, cut down through the meat, and then we are going to braise them. Uh, sorry, roll them in uh, olive oil and then just season them up. I like salt and pepper the very yeah, best. A little Dalmatian rub, just a little salt, a little pepper. Maybe if you're going... Now, lamb is something that you can do a little bit of a light herb on. You can do a little rosemary, a little thyme, and it will... Because it's a, it's, a, it's a lighter meat. All right, guys. I need to inquire a little bit on these lamb pops. Come on in. All right. I mean, I'm a, I'm a barbecue grill lover for sure. I love all that kind of stuff. So I'm wondering with the lamb pops... When they come out, the way that you guys are doing them, is there any of that gamey lamb taste? Because everybody likes a little of that, but is it excessive? Boy, you, not to me. Not to me. It is. I, I, I do not. I, I, I eat a lot of gamey meat because I'm Well, that's an true. Elk. You probably hit the venison I'm an pretty elk. regularly. I'm a venison. Sure. I'm yeah. a, I, I love goat. I love burritos. This is the lightest, most delicate meat you could ever eat. I mean, it is. It is you're, it's you're, the chicken. It, I mean, it really is. It's the chicken of the light meat. Because I mean, I've had lamb chops before. Or they're the dark like, meat, done the right me. way. It's almost like steak. Like it's so good. And that's that's kind of what yeah. I'm picturing with these lamb pops. This is not going to have that goaty mutton flavor to it. Right. You you will not be turned off by this product. Well, and the great thing about it is that the piece of meat is. I mean, it's. I mean, it's as big around as a silver dollar, right? I mean, it's it's just it's small, so the surface area of the cooked portion of the meat, the fire touched portion of Does the meat. Does that nice sear yeah, kind of? So, and so it's not a, it's not like a big mutton chop where you have a large piece of meat that all the inside is just that muttony taste. It's it's got a lot more of the flame broiled uh, taste on it. So lamb chops are one, and then what about some corn on the cob? Take the take the ears back, a little bit of herb or herb butter rubbed. Yeah, rub that just, guy down, just uh, roll him in foil and put him on there. And, I mean, that roasted corn oh, is so just good. out of this world. So roasted corn. And then my very, very favorite is when you get the um, asparagus. Oh, okay. What's yeah, the, go, yeah. No, I think you're good. <laughs> I think you're good. Fire so with it. So you get the fire roasted asparagus, oh. and I just put them in a Ziploc bag and marinate them, mm-hmm. uh, you know, five minutes and put them olive oil and a little bit of Lowry's rub in there and just kind of roll those rascals around, put them right on the grill, and, you know, that, that flame's trying to come up and kiss that olive oil right off of those guys, and it gives them a little bit... But I am a I, I'm I don't like my asparagus cooked all the way through. I am way more of an al dente uh, asparagus lover. So my asparagus, I, I like a little, a little crunch. crunch to them. Yeah, I, I don't yeah, want. Yeah. I, 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 I agree. I, I do the same thing. I like I'm them a little a, crispy. I'm not a, yeah. I don't like the limp noodle when you hold no, it. Yeah, no one wants I boiled agree. asparagus. Who likes that? And so a little bit of a crunch to the guy and. Uh, Oh gosh, that stuff is so good. I I mean, y'all are y'all are getting me all lathered up. I'm gonna have to grill when I get home tonight. Hey, at no 9 kidding. And they got and they're they they got no food here. That's the only 
You get better come stuffed, but yet ready to drink when you come here to OHB, Oak Highlands Brewery. I'm going to have to take a pee during the commercial break, and I feel like it's going to already smell like asparagus <laughs> just because of how hungry just I am talking because. about it during this segment. Hey, yeah. coming up on the other side, how many people have been touched by the asparagus bug? You know, asparagus... What? Pee control is genetic. <laughs> pee control. And we're going to talk about it on the other side. Out of here. Don't move. More of Still Under Construction is next on RNCN. Hey, this is Darren Martin. I am a culture architect and the author of A Company of Owners. If you want to make yourself indispensable to any organization or company, there's a bunch of tips in this book about how you can show up acting like an owner, how you get yourself noticed. Also, how the company itself can set you up for success instead of failures. So if you want to know how to act like an owner and you want to know how to create a company of owners, go get my book. It's on Amazon right now. Look for Darren Martin or a company of owners. You can also find it on a company of owners.com or Darren Martin, D A R E N Martin.com. You're listening to RNCN, the digital destination for premium talk radio. You're listening to Still Under Construction with Jason Halsey on RNCN. Everyone's got to do it. It is public restroom talk. <laughs> we have. Um, oh, I'm, just, I'm glad you mentioned that, man. Kevin, I've never heard you tell a story about you. I'm a keen observer of bathroom behavior. I just want to say that. You know, and I'd like to know this because this was one of my t- topics that I wanted to talk about. Public restrooms are. Some people like them, and some people don't. Who likes them? <laughs> Come on, dude. The, his, the Hispanic community... I go home on my lunch break to dig a dump. Yeah, the Hispanic community does not have a problem with public restrooms. And we've seen this in our line of work, have we not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's validated. i got to ask you guys, so you're talking about the people that you work with, they don't, it in no way bothers they them. they work for. Or, uh, yes, that work with you. Um, you're in, it's totally cool for them. They don't mind going in and taking a crunch on the job. I oh. mean... Uh, pretty much, pretty much anywhere. Um, they prefer to, that se- almost. Yeah, Seven Eleven. So right. they'll they'll leave the job site and they'll say, "Hey, you know, we we gotta go grab some lunch." All right, and they'll be gone for you know hour, hour and a half. <laughs> we we went to the Seven Eleven and just uh, man, stopped it off in there, locked the door. Keep every. This is occupied. Okay, so Kevin, not you. On I got, the- I, yeah, I got a whole process, man. I'm very finicky when it comes to the <laughs> workplace. Uh, numero okay. dos. Well, f- fill us in on the uh, fill us in on the process. You guys are gonna goof on me, man. I'm telling you, you guys are outdoorsmen. No, no, we're no, not, no. We're not. no. You're gonna. I, I you're have gonna one rag place. On the I only go one bro. place. I have I have less places than you to go. Really? I have my master throne. Is it? I don't poop in public. <laughs> okay, ever. that's a, dude. I thought I seriously. No, I was like that forever, man. I thought I was gonna. I thought I was the only guy like that. I, I, I will. I will. I'll. I'll just have. I mean, I'm gonna have. I run the risk of blowing out an O-ring, <laughs> holding it so tight until I get home. I only like a big sacrifice for me is not pooping in my master bedroom. Bathroom, but having to use a different but toilet. My own guest within my own home. Dude, like, you're a hardcore. Bedroom. I that's the never problem. would have expected that. 
No, no. See, I'm telling you, I got a process at work, and I, I think it's pretty good. Okay, let's let. You guys one. have visited our radio studio before. Yes, you know, we it's have? in like a tower where you go in, and it's a standard thing. There's like two stalls, a handicap stall, and two urinals. Yeah. That's always how it is. But there's always a lot of paper towels. So what I do is I grab four paper towels in my left hand, four paper towels in my right hand. I get them under the water, get some soap on it. I go in there, put the seat down, flush it, let it clear out for a second, wipe the seat with my soapy water cloth, take the other hand with the dry cloth. Wipe it off, basically clean the toilet seat very rapidly, and then I feel comfortable sitting down on it. Because I won't put the paper on. I'm not going to do that. I, I can't relax enough to let it go if I have the paper on. Every time I move, even, it makes a like crunchy paper noise. Yes, I can't do it. Yes. So I go in, I clean it up, I sit down, and it almost feels like home. I feel like you are way more open-minded than me. I, I can't believe that. I thought you were going to rag on me for this. <laughs> oh, it. I was no, totally expecting Jason to goof on me. Brush. Like, oh my god! Like if I really, this guy's have, insane. Yeah, if oh, I really, the booty brush. Seriously, I, I, yeah, what the have, hell I mean, is the booty brush? Oh, this is the this. Is the you have to get the. Well, how do you get the undercarriage completely clean? Yeah. Other than to get in the shower, and like I am the I'm the last guy on earth that wants a bidet in my bathroom, and I don't even know how to operate one of those things. But I want a I want a clean. You have a full size bidet. It's called a shower, and your booty brush. Yeah, yes, dude. The, if you he, get a okay, removable shower you, head, then that's this no, is no, good no, as a no, bidet. No, no. But but this this goes the step further. Okay, all right, Kevin. Look, he's got this. He, you know the brush that you scrub the toilet with. Yeah, he bought a brand not new, a wire brush. I hope, uh, <laughs> no. it's, but it's damn near the same thing. <laughs> he takes the that brush with the stiff bristles, and he has it hanging in the shower. And so you go in there and you're like, dude, that's a that's one of those things that it's a brush in the little cup, right? You no, 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 soap no, scum. He says that's this th- is to clean my. He reaches back with his thing your beehole. Yes. Yeah. No way. I want this yeah, thing to with be the clean. wire brush. Who wants that on the? You guys I mean, are messing with me. This is way now, past hemorrhoids. No, 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 no. I am not messing with you. This is the this, honest truth. This is clean. This is a clean tuchus. It's clean beyond because it's scraped off all the epidermis, and there you're left with the introdermis. Leave, uh, seriously, you like, leave, I, that's what he, You cannot leave a clean booty to tooth. I mean, to, to toilet paper. No, you're what? right about that. For a while, so I, what I about, used Clorox okay, Our buddy wipes. Bedford, who was part of our first show. His big invention was a wipe, a man wipe called AssoClean. Oh, I love it. And he I used made to use Clorox a, wipes, man, but, and everybody attacked me for it. It clogs your plumbing up. The booty brush only <laughs> liberates the particles that are there, but did but does not involve itself in the flushing process. So Can I borrow that and use it as something on my you show? You want to use his? No, I want to take it and I want to see who if somebody loses I just I, I want to do a game on my show where whoever loses has to smell the booty brush. I, I clean it out every day and I change it out once a month. So I buy a case of them <laughs> on Amazon. I buy a case of these booty brushes on Amazon. Okay. And so once a month, I throw the booty brush. This away. is a real thing. It's like trademark. You didn't invent no, it. You didn't no, make it up. No, no, no. This is the. This I'm is not my kidding. version. It's, not, it's Kevin. It's not similar to the toilet brush. It is a toilet brush that he bought brand new. Doesn't use on the toilet, but uses on a very similar. Oh, oh right, right, right. Uh, I can imagine. Wife, yeah, if you're listening, can to... you snap a picture of the booty brush and send it over? <laughs> Kevin does not believe, Jason, so, that it's there. But that is your undercarriage. That is one of your most quintessential pieces of your body, and it's clean. It, you don't have to leave it to doubt. You don't have to wonder what's under there. 
you know that that <laughs> element, that crevasse. Hey, you is might clean. think I'm recoiled here, but I'm intrigued. All right, this is something that I could possibly incorporate into my daily daily life. Well, and you're gonna find it at Walmart for three seventy five, and you will be and dingle, be, and you will be dingleberry free the rest <laughs> of your life. I think I've been dingleberry free for my entire thirty years, as far as I know. Well, I, wow, the booty brush will. It will manifest surprising results. I like it. I, I, I'm intrigued. I really am. I'm going to check this out. Okay. This is something I definitely need to bring up on my show. I need to, to put out to the community to see if there are more people that are using this because I've never heard oh of that. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Did you, what, did you get a picture? Did She, she didn't no. send you a picture. Somebody listen? Okay, good. Well, but, okay, so on to if you're, everybody has to do it, right? Where do you do it? it I mean... You've got the gas station. You've got the store. You have, I mean. Starbucks so always has really clean Starbucks. bathrooms. <laughs> you Starbucks. guys are manly guys. I mean, you're a cop. You're a construction worker guy. You're experts on this stuff. You've never landed one in a, in a porta potty? Oh, I, oh I, yeah, I can't sure. Say, I can't for say, sure. I can't say but that that's I have a, That's against that's all That's what I'm asking. Right? That's, 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 that's a, emergency. But see, here's the, here's the problem, Kevin. All right. And it's. No air conditioning. When you are having yeah, to. I can see that. When you're having to release the bowels and you were in a non-air conditioned area comfort is a necessity it is and i'll tell you what for all of the years that i went to boy scout camp i just i just had to forego that week of dumping you just have to go ahead and just just swallow your plaid you prop say you know what drop trowel plop down and that's it this is going to be internal and i'm going to have to live with this for a little while maybe four five six days but but it has to be done no he internalized (laughs) it for a week no, no, it, it, it just is going to have to stay. I'm not going to be able to do this. I've never heard a dude doing that. And then you go. And I've heard you so many chicks. My girlfriend, she's like, I can't go when we're on vacation. And I'm like, I can't go when I'm every on vacation. day. You're Multiple talking times. about no air conditioning. How does it release <laughs> when there's not any cooler temperature? Can you believe this? You're, you're, no, I don't believe that's this. Why he, this that's why. That's it. That is. Not, Jason, you've been to you've been to camp before. Is Boy Scout camp? But I. They're in an air conditioned square inch on this whole. I'm telling you, man. Place. I got violent bowels. Like if it's gonna happen there are sometimes it has to happen <laughs> there's just no so way to avoid that you're talking about the biodegradable toilet paper you've just got to keep it on you just ready to rock if you're in I'm a tough situation I'm not proud of it I've hated it but there are times man where I just had to suck it up and just suck it up and blow it speaking, up that's the way it is speaking of which I was I heard a story the other day I read this article uh, on Facebook this lady she's in the Rocky Mountains she's walking along on the trail and she she finds the urge. It approaches her very quickly. Yeah. Did you hear this story? No. She steps off of the trail about 100 feet. She loses her way. She's a seasoned hiker, and she ends up perishing in the smoke, Rocky Mountains, Smoky Mountains, whatever. It was. I think it was the Smoky Mountains. She's over in the Kentucky area. She ends up perishing 100 feet. Off. She cannot find her way back. She was there for a... They geo-tracked her with her GPS. 30 days she was able to live off the trail. She was 100 feet off the, drail, off the trail. I don't think she was 
going the whole time, but she was going for a while and got lost and could not All find right. her way back. This is a made-for-TV. This is yeah. like a Hallmark story or something like Dude, that. Dude, this is no joke, though. I mean, what he's talking about, I mean, if we're still relating and talking about bowel <laughs> movements here, I'm telling you, women can go like a year without doing it if they have to. That's, that's like no joke. That doesn't surprise me at all. Well, that's, that's kind of true. Your wife was able to brave a yard, nine, or well, 105 degree weather at some point when y'all were living in the shop. Do you remember when you were redoing, yeah, we, remodeling we, we, we your house? A, we had a little bit of a weird situation. We were living in my shop behind the house. And so. As um, you were as moving we're, in yeah. slash remodeling for a month. Yeah, and the uh, <laughs> the environment was not exactly ripe. So you'd have to you'd have to <laughs> it was walk, ripe. It was ripe. Walk across a dirt <laughs> a dirt backyard from the shop, um, you know, a hundred feet to to the house, which had no air conditioning, and you would have to select which shower you th- uh, thought was under the least construction, and you would take a shower and brush your teeth. And, and the main thing was, like, you had to organize your your uh, your stay there because you had to you you wanted to emerge the least sweaty you could, sure. right? So there's no air. Got to get your regimen down. Yeah, you want to present them. So you want to uh, brush your teeth, shave your face, <laughs> shave your legs, all that. Last thing you do is take a shower in all cold water. Dude, you shouldn't shave your legs. That's run, a big problem when it. And then run. Back to the shop <laughs> to get in there. Because the shop was air-conditioned the at this point. It was the only so air-conditioned building the only on respite. the property. Well, and, you know, one thing about going in the wrong area, my boys have got this problem, Kevin. And I, I've okay, got please. A, yeah, it's, it's I've got a, I feel like I can relate to this <laughs> when I was a young person. Sure. I've got a six- and a four-year-old boy and a little two-year-old girl, and she's, she's kind of confused at this point because... You know, she's still in diapers, but she sees her brothers going out onto the patio. They stand there at the edge of the concrete where it meets the grass, and they... Take a squirt. ...drop trowel. And they proceed to finish their little endeavor out there, and they come back in, and she has proceeded to go out there now, and she keeps pulling at her diaper, and we, we think it may end up being a bit of a problem. Right. You know, we it have makes tra- sense. You have transgender bathrooms. Now we have transgender patios. You know, we can't, I mean, what's the world coming to? You can't, you can't have, it's not everywhere, Who knows how to right? differentiate I mean, it's just, nowadays? It's, it's totally, it's nuts. It's, all, it's just off totally the charts. Off, off the charts, off the rails. Yep. But... Well, but Jason, you, you experience this every once in a while, don't you? You going in the wrong place, or rather the right place? That maybe definitely happened to me as a kid. You have a four door truck that maybe. Well, yeah. I mean, I have I, every every single Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I have a standing nine o'clock meeting and a ten o'clock meeting, and every single day I pee in a different alley. Between the two doors, and so I refuse to drive any car that's not four door. If you're not drunk, there's no excuse for that. No, no, no. It's the coffee all coming up at once. Yeah, the coffee does it too. And yeah. so I've I've had I've had by this point an entire thirty ounce Yeti of coffee Uh-oh. by ten by ten by nine fifty five, and so at nine fifty five a.m. every single morning I pee in someone's alley. And I open the back door, and I open the front door, and I pee between the doors, and I just pee right on someone's alley grass. <laughs> and you know, one of these times you're gonna get you're gonna get caught. Oh, 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 oh
I, you tell him. I, I, I don't even worry about it. Like somebody walks up on me or drives up on me, I'm just like, hello. How so, so one time we're in an alley, okay, let, let's say for argument purposes. Jason opens the forward door, driver door, and he opens the rear door. Stand in between the doors. You've got two shields, right? So he goes to do whatever he's up to. Well, you know, I'm, I'm going to follow suit. We've, you know, we've had a couple of drinks. Sure. So I open both doors, and uh, the neighbor who is, well, it's not even the neighbor. It's their house. We're right behind their house. They uh, hear us from, from the backyard, and they walk into the alley and uh, give us a little wave like, hey, how you doing? We live here. We're like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> we pee here. And your hands you know? out, dogs yeah. out, like, hey, well, hey, yeah. Well, they were behind the door, but we were giving them All the, right, hey, yeah. yeah. We're just, we'll finish up here, and we'll be on our way. It's not no big deal. We're... But your crank is exposed to the world. But Jared just we'll got all out, jumpy. We'll be yeah. out of your hair. You know, and I'm kind of, I'm thinking of the percussions, the legal percussions. You know, I'm trying to kind of wrap things up in an efficient of manner. Of course, you know, the, the public urination <laughs> is, in fact, slightly taboo in the eyes of I've the law. I've heard that it's frowned upon yeah. in some cultures. I had a recent experience in L.A. where I had a problem. Including like our that. own? Did yeah. you really? I did. I okay. was with my family. My brother works out there. We were talking about that. Yes, with the he was an actor. Thing. Yes, an actor out, out in there. L.A. Yeah, for the first time. He's lived out there for like seven years. First time I ever went out to visit L.A. Went with, went with the whole family. Uh, and we were out drinking at, at Venice Beach. And I got you know a little bit tanked. And we're driving back. And traffic in L.A. sucks. It's brutal, man. Sucks. It takes 45 minutes to get nine miles. Like, it's absurd. So I'm like, look, guys. This has to happen. I you have to pull over. This is, gonna, this is going to happen. I'm not going to make it. One way or the other. Not going to make it. So okay. my parents pull over near uh, the park, near uh, Griffith Park, near Griffith Observatory. I pop out, stand there, uh, you know, adjust, uh, you know, pull out the crank, trying to get things going. I'm just waiting. I'm like, oh, God, my whole family is standing beside me in the car. I'm like, I don't care. I got to go. But there are cars passing, coming both directions <laughs> while I'm there exposed with just me and myself and my entire family and for the first time I'm like you know what can't do it oh, I'm gonna have to hold oh, it till we get to the, the stage fright can't do it the Can stage fright <laughs> so I pulled anchor got back in the car and we let the pain continue yep well you that know I think there right. was a friends episode like that little bit of stage fright little bit of stage fright I never had it before it's just that one time and I'm like nope not gonna happen Broad daylight, Griffith Park, no way. Can't do it. With your parents, that's not considered That's brutal, stage, man. Jason, stage, right? that's but, out of control. But yeah. <laughs> that's a bad situation. It doesn't get much worse. <laughs> you know, Jason does not have stage fright. It doesn't matter where you are, what you're up to. And, you know, the funny thing is, or funny, I don't know if it's funny or sad, Jason does not, Jason does not go out the regular exit for getting things going. Oh, you don't just pull it out the fly? No, sir. You undo the whole gear? Uh, oh, you leg. go through the leg. Okay. Leg oh, pant, that works. Leg pant up. I mean, if you're wearing shorts or swim trunks or something, I've done that many times. That's not a... Yeah. Jason will go out in the middle... I mean, you'll walk past a perfectly good bathroom yeah. in the wintertime. Well, I the, like peeing outside. The through the leg is a great trick, man. It's great. When it works, yeah. It's, but, it's in, I mean, you got to... But if I'm wearing slacks, I am going drop trowel. <laughs> You're going to go right drop trowel? You don't I'm just... I'm going like boxers to the ground. Oh. Like, and it, even if I have a long tail shirt on, I kind of hike it up and just get some <laughs> bare tail going right in the bathroom. I got gotcha. you. And just, it, they think like that guy, that's like the special ed kid over there going to the bathroom. <laughs> 
It is a little. Um, well, you don't drop them all the way to your ankles. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, he may. He definitely may. Oh, I in love a corporate you guys. bathroom. Corporate. <laughs> well, and but if I mean, if you got to change, if if you're changing in a bathroom, you got a meeting coming up, something like that. What he, uh, Jason is notorious for one very interesting caveat. So, like, goes into my, a single, my major thing. Goes into I just a, want to keep fueling the fire here and let Jared keep pulling back the curtain. He, this he, is good he goes stuff. into a single stall bathroom. His wife Carrie cannot believe that he does this, but it uh, is what yeah, it is. Yeah, he goes, the the one holer. He goes into a one holer to pee. No, no, no. He goes to whatever. He goes into a one holer. He opens the door. It's got the lock on it, right? There's only one toilet. You got one sink. Jason goes in there. Uh, you gotta. I, I love the. I leave the door open. Doesn't lock it. And uh, man, I go in there and do my business. And if anyone were to knock, I just tell them, "Come on in." Because in a public look, bathroom. In a public bathroom, because the look on their face when they come in and they don't have anything to do. And they, and stand, they, they stand there. there, and they look at you, and they're like, and they're stuck. Now they've All come right. in. All right, it's point of no return, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Totally past the point of no return. You've come in. That's a You're, social experiment. That the, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's I, I got one very uh, similar story as well. Uh, when I work at uh, over at uh, iHeartMedia, and the, the, the staff bathrooms up there, there are a ton of radio shows going on. I could never go in the actual bathroom on the the, the third floor, so I'd go down, and at the, at the bottom of it, there was. It's kind of weird. The door didn't lock or anything. There was just one stall, which is a handicapped stall, and one urinal, two sinks. I don't know why. That, that, I just, that doesn't make any sense to me. Anyway, I, I would do my whole thing where I scrub off the toilet, and I sit down, and I take crunches. Regimen. Yeah. It, that was the first place I ever did that at work, man. This didn't happen until I was 27 years old that I decided, okay, finally, I can't deal with it. I have to get to go at work. So I'd go down to the lobby, go into that bathroom, scrub off the toilet, do the whole thing, and... I'm sitting there, and I always had a trick where if I if somebody came in the bathroom, I would lock my phone so they'd hear the click, and they'd be like, oh, somebody's already in there. I'm going to bail out. And I, I didn't lock my phone one time, and some guy walked in, and the door lock wasn't very strong in the door, and he just busts open, catches me sitting there on the can, and it was, we just made eye contact, for two, eye contact for two seconds, and I went, I'm sorry. And I'm like, why did I apologize? <laughs> this guy just busted me. I am so sorry. <laughs> yeah. Look sorry. at what I've done. I've been in here. Yeah. I've been in a locked stall. By myself in a locked stall, and I apologize. So, <laughs> And it was a guy who I had just been producing a show for. Uh-oh. Yeah, so, you know, you know stuff happens. Man. Well, look, your family now. <laughs> yeah, you Never could look that guy in the eye the same way again. Thank you so much for listening. Load-bearing walls. Still under construction, coming to you live from Oak Highland Brewery. We love you guys. We appreciate you listening. Thanks for the patronage, and we will talk real soon. There she stood in the street, smiling for my head. The Center for Animal Research and Education is a nonprofit providing a permanent home to over 50 abused and abandoned big cats in DFW. Come out for a tour and meet our amazing lions, tigers, and leopards. For more information, go to carerescuetexas.com. You're listening to RNCN, the number one source for premium talk radio.